guys, my name is Kalithia Murphy. Welcome to my podcast. I will talk about what I've learned and what I'm learning about this thing called life. Meet me here every week and we will talk about my randomness. Happy Monday, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back. I am just coming off a great, great high of having 100 downloads. Yes. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to me. I could not do this without you all. (laughs) So we are on episode seven. Oh, my goodness. Episode seven. This week, we're going to talk about not being embarrassed of a homemade hustle. Okay, I know that homemade hustle sounds really good, but I didn't make up that little uh, slogan, homemade hustle. I was listening to this podcast um, when this, uh, she sells clothing also. Her name is Maddie Nelson. But anyway, I was, she was on a Mallory Irvin podcast. Oh, man. I'm going to have to put it in the description because I like to give everybody credit. I don't want to take it on as my own. But anyway, I heard her saying homemade hustle because she was embarrassed of her homemade hustle. So I was like, wow, that would be a great uh, title, you know. But I want to tell you all, don't be embarrassed of a homemade hustle. And we're going to get into what a homemade hustle is, but it's going to be a journey on our businesses, Okay. You coming along with us, with with me, because I'm the only one in here. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if you know, but my husband was an artist. He was a rapper. And I was his uh, manager. Basically, I was his glorified assistant. So anyway, he had did a show and it was a college campus in Tennessee. And at college campus on Tennessee, they had a radio station and I don't know why, but my husband was that that's all he heard. And he was like, man, it'll be so great to get other uh, independent artists on this radio station or whatever. I'm a creative radio station, you know. So he got all the the uh, information and he was like he was telling me he was just so geeked up. He's going to start. I'm going to start a radio station. <laughs> and I'm like, OK. All right, that that sounds pretty good. And I'm thinking, how is this dude going to start a radio station? You have a full-time job. We can barely do these shows, which we are not really getting paid for. But that's another story. So he was excited. So he went to Best Buy and got what all he needed. And he was at the kitchen table <laughs> starting his radio station. And that was the birth of Z180, Z180radio.com. And that was in like 2010. Our, I think we had a, yeah, our daughter was a senior in college. So that was the birth of Z180 radio station. It came from him going to a college campus, performing at a college campus, knew they had a radio station. He saw how, he wanted to know how they did it. So he went on to form in his radio station. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) yeah, right? So, at the kitchen table, okay? All right. So, we finally was able to go on a solo vacation. We never was able to go on vacation. 
We went on vacation to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, just him and I. It was like, yes. So we on vacation, having a great time. We went to eat pizza to this King Pizza, I think. He loved this pizza joint in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. But anyway, he was like, you know what? We need to get marketing. We need to, you know, we need to pay for a Z180. So he was like, you know what? We should start a magazine. So he was like getting the menus, napkins and everything. He was like, you see, this is how I can form a magazine so I can get marketing and we can get other people to market with us and we can make money and it can help pay for Z180 too. And me, I'm eating my pizza and I'm like, okay, that sounds like an idea. I'm like, oh, this dude. I'm like, okay, that sounds like an idea. So he had the napkins, he had the menus, and he have he folded up a piece of paper how he going to have the magazine. And that's, that was the birth of Rep the King Mag. <laughs> and from that vacation, he went and found who would print them out and everything. He talked to different artists and everything. And that was the birth of Rep the King Magazine in Myrtle Beef, South Carolina, when we supposed to be eating our pizza on vacation. Okay. Now, I don't know if y'all see the, uh, what I'm going to say. I don't want, I want you to see the, how things can get started. You know, I know social media is such a highlight wheel of what's really going on. It, it, it makes things look bigger and glamorous, um, even though it may not be that, but that's the second business. That's how it got started. That's here you go, you know, and I'm con condensing it for you all. All right. So as you know, my husband was an artist. I was his manager. And as a manager, I'm like, you know, you're not bringing in enough revenue with these shows because a lot of times we were not getting paid for these shows. And when we did get paid, we had to put it into these other businesses that were created. So I was telling him, and at the time we needed merch. And so we did get merch. We got someone else to print it for us. So the money we made and putting it into the merch, we wasn't really recouping it because our demographic couldn't afford to pay but so much. So we wasn't really getting the money back that we were paying for the merch to get made. So we wind up doing this, uh, what was it? Why do I don't, why, why am I, man, why is my mind <laughs> playing tricks on me today? Oh, the forward, the forward conference is where my husband saw the first pressing machine and said, you know, I'm going to ask them because they were pressing, the people next to us was pressing t-shirts at the conference one by one, you know, with the screens uh, and pressing them. And so my husband's like, you know, I'm going to ask them when he got the machine from, you know what? We can save costs if we print it ourselves. And I was like, hmm. And I'm going to be real with y'all. Let's, let's be real. I'm like, dude, we male, we are barely, barely. I don't know. Let's, let's, I don't even think we were even making it. So I was like, okay, 
get the information. That sounds good, you know, because get the information. It sounds really good. And then we can see if we can swing it. So he got all the information and everything. And miraculously, we made a little profit. So I was like, you know what? Let's swing it. Let's do it. So we wind up buying that uh, that machine. And in the process of that, we were in we was in transition mode because our last child was leaving our house. Woohoo. We made it. So we we promised one another we made a pact <laughs> when the last child leave, we could afford to move um out of one county to another county because it was it was a cost effect to live where we currently was and where we want to move at, we knew it was going to be more money and having a family, we decided to sacrifice, you know, it would be better for us to stay put where we at so we can afford everything. But once everyone leave, we were going to transition to this other place. You know, we was going to have a supposed to be a better place. I'll get into that. So we transitioned we moved out of the apartment we were paying seven hundred dollars for. Uh, oh, and Rep became Mag and Z one eighty radio was in the spare bedroom of our two bedroom apartment, but that we was paying seven hundred dollars for. And I'm gonna go back. Z one eighty radio started at our kitchen table when our kids were still in the house. Okay, this is homemade. Okay. So anyway, let's transition. So we moved and uh, to another county in the same state. And at the same time, my husband's like, you know what? It's not going to be enough room to print in our apartment. Oh, boy. <laughs> so he was like, you know, we should look. We should go look at a... Uh, we should go look at office spaces. And I'm the one, I love my husband, but I'm the one who crunched numbers in our relationship because when my, <laughs> when my husband get anything in his sight, mind, vision, he will run full speed ahead. And I'm the one saying, slow down. We gonna do this, but let's do it at a slower pace. Okay, so anyway, we looking at office buildings and everything and they telling us the prices and I'm tallying up. I'm like, we just moved. We're going to pay more for that. How are we going to be able to afford it? I was like, you know what? Okay. All right. So we found an, we found a office that was $350 a month. Our rent had increased by $250 per month. And from that business, from that move, that's when Unapologetic Urban Boutique started in the sweatshop. So, <laughs> so, so at this point, we have four businesses, okay? And <laughs> uh, we didn't have a business plan. We didn't have any savings. We had one car. <laughs> and uh we just had hope. And but you know what? Let, let me let me back up. 
My husband left his job in 2012 when the last, no, when, okay, our daughter, our youngest daughter graduated from college. No, from high school in 2012. Our last kid left in 2013. Anyway, 2012 is when my husband left his job to pursue Z180 radio uh, <laughs> full time. He left his uh, job that was paying, you know, pretty good to uh, start uh, a business. And he, this is how he came at me. He said, I really believe God is telling me to do this. I'm really, I really believe strongly that God is telling me to do this. And he was like, um, I, but I just don't know, you know, because it, it don't make sense. And I was like, yeah. And, I, and and when he was telling me that, I was like, I didn't say it out loud, but I'm going to tell you, I was in my mind. I was like, God going to tap me on my shoulders and tell me that this is what we are going to do, you know? And I, I was like, I I am not. I no, you know, we barely was making it as it is. This 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 really don't make any sense. So <laughs> so anyway, how did we get here? So so anyway, the tapping on the shoulder is God going to come down, huh? So I mean, man, when I was praying, I wasn't even praying about that particular thing, but in my prayer time, that came up. Just clear as day. And it took me a couple of weeks to make sure that was God because it just did not make sense. You know, it it, it just did not make sense. I mean, how we don't have the income, we don't have any structure, we don't have this, we don't have that. God, is this you telling us to do this? I mean, are you? I and and again, I thought that I was supposed to be doing my thing. You know, I have a master's degree at this point. And you know, I could make not a lot of money, but I could have been in my field. And all along it was like I was gonna be needed to help with this. And I'm like, look, I'm not a visionary. That's the visionary. I'm the person with a concrete mind. You know, he's abstract. I'm concrete. I'm a planner. He is not. This does not make sense. So anyway, we doing it. God told us I'm in agreement. I'm really afraid, but I'm still doing this. Okay. So cannot believe it. I cannot believe it when I think back on those times and those days like this. Okay. I'm, I'm off. I'm off script now. I'm off script. I'm just free. I'm just free balling this thing. Can I tell you this? It was times, many times when <laughs> we went to the gas station and it, I don't know if gas station still do it, but we didn't have any money in those accounts. Let's be real. So we swiping to make sure we put a little gas in the car, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it was just so real when we really just we just really didn't have it, you know. And and <laughs> I, you know, it was times when 
when when people kind of counseled me like uh, they didn't know the situation, but they knew that it was it was sacrificial. You know, they I didn't go. I didn't tell many people, but it was a sacrificial thing um, with finances and the life how I thought I was going to live because I was supposed to have this type of home by this time and all these things I supposed to have this because I was a very organized and structured person. So me coming into this life of homemade, uh, <laughs> homemade hustles and not have no business plan and not have any money, it didn't make any sense to me. This was a very radical, this, 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 and if I just, I just didn't know that I would be here to this day, you know, I'm just going to fast forward. Like right now, currently, this is our second. No, this is our third building. Okay. So we started out um, with one room paying the 350 and we wound up from that, that it was a Remax building. We wound up having like five or six rooms. So we was paying like probably after, probably like like $1,200 for all those rooms there. We outgrew that facility. We went in with someone else in our second facility and we were scared, okay? Um, it was, we were had to, we were paying 1100 So from 1100 we were going to be paying 2000 But 2000 plus utilities, plus, 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 but we had someone else with us, so we wouldn't have all the the costs. So we thought a couple of months later, that person, you know, they went and pursue other things. So we had to pay the whole amount by ourselves. And let me tell you, it nothing skipped a beat. I don't even I I just nothing skipped a beat. We had even more business. We had to you know, get people to come in and work. And it was just amazing. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was, I don't know if that, at that part, at that time, I was really like, okay, God, God knew what he was talking about. He really knew what he was talking about. And now currently where we at, we have over uh, 5,000 square feet. I get, I think it's 5,000 square feet, over 5,000 square feet. And now we're at a place where we're seeing that we're outgrowing this facility too, but we, we're saying put, you know, we, I don't want to give out too much of our future plans, but I am seeing, I have seen like God work and I'm just amazed. I'm amazed that how he took two people that did not have a clue about anything and he is, he sends people, he, he help us along this journey. And it is a journey for us. This business, our businesses are a journey for us. And currently I'm embarking on my personal, I'm starting my babies, um, starting branching out to do things on my own as a businesswoman. And I tell you, I'm just amazed at what God has done and what he's doing. And I said all that to say this. Whatever your hustle is, 
homemade as it. If you if you sitting at that table, kitchen table, wherever you sitting at doing your business, don't ever be embarrassed of how you started. No matter how small you started, you just keep on pressing. You keep on being faithful. You keep on being diligent. And I tell you that God will make a way. And if you don't know who um, if you don't follow, if you're not in a household of faith, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Your business, you, you, you have to be faithful to whatever you do, okay? Whatever you do, you be faithful to it. You have integrity also with that. And you, you, you will see it blossom, you know? So what would be your takeaway this week? What, and, and, and okay, I have to say this too. And I, I didn't know this, but I'm learning this. Not everybody is built or meant to be an entrepreneur. And it's okay. We need some people doing whatever you're doing. But if you were called, if, if this is your thing, it's not going to always be easy. I'm, I'm, and I'm scaring you. <laughs> it's not always going to be easy, but it's going to be worthwhile. It's going to be a different type of tire. It's going to be very rewarding. And you're going to be able to see what your hands are doing. So I just hope that you just keep pushing Keep pushing and don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You just keep on being faithful. You just keep on having integrity and you want to get where you need to be. (laughs) Thank y'all for listening. See you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Make sure to tune in next week. Bye for now.